Welcome, everyone, to the TZR Podcast, episode 184. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Schock. Hey. And I'm okay. <laughs> Enthusiastic. Maybe a more enthusiastic Justin Chow. Hello. There you go. And Liz Lysui. What's up? There you go. Oh, we actually only have one. I hope that wasn't an impression of me. One eighty four. One eighty four. Hundred and eighty four times yeah. we've donned the mics. One hundred eighty four. Excuse me. Six hundred minutes. I'll yeah. leave. Guys, we uh, we braved the earth today to come to you. No toilet paper. No toilet paper. No water. No we've, hand sanitizer. We've, we've that, I, I, long I, dried up. So I <laughs> yeah. went to Costco and BJ's today at ten and then ten thirty when they opened up. Dude, the line to check out was already to the back of oh the building God. and it's a warehouse. It was so long. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It's oh, insane. Sound like John Mul- A yeah. warehouse. A warehouse. Yeah. Also no toilet paper and waters were only two pack <laughs> per person. My butt yeah. is so dirty. <laughs> it it's is. funny, Kirkland's like no, 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 only two packs. But you could have, like, five of the Poland Spring ones. We're like, but I want the Kirkland ones. Yeah. <laughs> They're half price. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, $5 for two packs. I'm sorry. I'll stop. It's pretty excellent, actually. $5 for two packs? All a pack the, of all 20. All the plastic. Yeah. All the plastic. So dollar Probably recycling all I that. I don't think our last podcast is up yet. It is? Uh, it is. It as is? Of, as of a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, bum, that bum, one was bum, real bum, long, bum, right? Yeah, that was our post-packs one. That one almost went like three, three hours. Th- yeah, March 5th. Yeah. Um, but today, we're basically just going to recap some of the news that's been going on lately, which really is that the game industry is collapsing. <laughs> all <laughs> events of any note are a thing of the past. It's all over. Honestly, it's a little weird. Like, we so, live in a weird time right now. So the big the big news, which actually came out this morning, everybody says that. is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, they made cars that run off engines. Yeah, we, you know, we live in a really now. weird time right now. Did you realize they made, they never I'm, 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 I'm making a lost. joke of old people. Like right now, it's like, oh, hey, well, you know. People are dying because of this illness, and back then people were like, "Yeah, I'm sure they thought that when the bubonic plague hit too." Yeah, you know, it's yes. just a weird how's time. Spanish? They're like, flu? "How's Italy doing right now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. thing that wiped out Where's a third BBC? of the world's yeah. population. Yeah, yeah, also, no not, we're also not trying to make light of this tragedy, but it is kind of. Crazy. I mean, we we have to. It's like yes, that's true. You know what, gaming power from it. Your couch and your TV and your controller will be there it's for you. Great time to game. Yes, they will. In your yeah. time of need. Yeah. When we're all staying home from work. Everybody be safe when you go pick up your copies of Animal Crossing <laughs> and Doom. Come, <laughs> come play Apex with us. We will be online a lot. Yes. Can I get sick from browsing the Nintendo eShop? <laughs> 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 How to protect uh, yourself yeah. when browsing yeah. online. That would be a funny tweet. So the uh, the the main uh, the, <laughs> the main piece of news that came out uh, today. Uh, just this morning is that E3 is canceled due to yeah. COVID nineteen. Why do people not just Did call it say- coronavirus? Everyone's calling it COVID nineteen. I know that's because actually that's what it's Potts called. Yelled at me in the car because uh, most a lot of things are coronavirus. Yeah, I know. It's, it's because a, so Corona. It's just like saying people but, are sick. But, but a lot of not helpful. Coronavirus <laughs> lately. Lately, yes. it's this one. Yeah, I mean that does happen a lot. We're too. You know, once something catches on, that's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. over. That's like, what it is. That's, that's yeah. But, so anyway, so E three E three is the uh, the most recent cancellation because of that's only uh, in June too, which is weird yeah. because like you think there are a few events coming up in June and July, and we still haven't heard from them yet. Yeah, uh, another one. Uh, Justin and I were planning to attend SoCal Retro in Pasadena, state of emergency out there, and that is uh, also 
canceled, postponed. Postponed, yeah. I think, is the terminology they use. But E3 is the interesting one, right? Part of me is like, this is bad. Like, this is really bad for E3 because not only are they getting, like, horrendous press about, like, nobody really caring about yeah. it and nobody being there. Mm-hmm. But now, like, the what would have been, I'm assuming, lackluster event this year is now non-existent. And, like, what they, I feel like they have to worry about is, like, all these people who are planning on, or all these, you know, companies trying to launch or, like, show something off at E3, when they do it digitally and find out that they got a pretty good, like, turnout (laughs) on their streams, they're going to be like, "Eh, maybe I didn't need to spend those tens of millions of dollars at E3. I mean, it's true. I wonder if their investment in this year's event is, like, already taken though i imagine it would have to be like you probably pay for your spot at e3 like way in advance maybe like, i don't know, mm. I, don't know. About, like, I mean you definitely do but i i, I don't think that that money is just gone and right. e3 has it and the companies aren't gonna get I mean, also how much of that is just like putting down your money so you have a booth spot like how much of the money what are the percentage of them spe- like total marketing dollars are spent on like the booth you know yeah also like e3 i'm wondering if it couldn't just be a at least this year, maybe next year, more of a digital event where because it's really just a name, right? Yeah. yeah, and it can just be a collection of streams, you know, yeah. where you can get your you name out to... there. Come watch the E3 like collection of yeah, um, yeah. and then that's where you can really show off your game. Like if you're a t- if you're a small developer and you're trying to show off your new game on a streaming platform, that's you might not really be able to do that. It's like if they give you time on a streaming platform versus like a little booth that nobody goes to. Like which one's more useful? You know. Right? Well, I think what what is useful or what the ESA finds useful is the thousands and thousands of dollars they make in admission tickets for the event. And like, honestly not having that is kind of like, like, you know, they probably make most of their money just from the, from like Microsoft and, those yeah, they weren't even I thought collecting. Microsoft they took even... their event off campus, though, didn't they? No, it's EA. no not not EA. yeah, not Microsoft. Microsoft has been like the only big titan that's like pretty Still solid. With EA. <laughs> like E three, like. Uh, I'm. I think I'm in two camps right now. I'm not really sure where it's going to fall. But on one hand, it could be like like you said, like this is sort of the death toll, right? Yeah. Um, where it wasn't really going that well. It had a lot of bad press, and now it's just kind of collapsing. Yeah. Or it could just be kind of a blessing in disguise, where yeah. there was a lot of criticism going on here. Now they have a year to figure their to shit like out. To get their act together. I feel yeah. like it's like 50-50. I don't know yeah. if this ended up being a good thing or a right. bad thing. Like, if they take the year off, can they come back next year stronger and actually create a convention that people are interested in? And then is, did this turn out to be good? Like, no press turned out to actually be good press in this case? Yeah, or? I mean, you could definitely be right. Like, I don't know. I think it all depends on how much of a blow it's going to be to lose this event this year. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if it, or does this mean it's just canceled forever? Yeah, like, like if it, if, anyway. if it is such a financial like blast to them, then you know it's going to be kind of hard to like secure the space the for the following yeah. year or whatever. Because I can't imagine renting out the LA Convention Center is cheap. But the ESA is also run by like the publishers, yeah. you know? And if the publishers, the video game, their games out, if the publishers want their games to be out, like they'll figure something out. You yeah. Know? Like it's really, a, it's important to them as well as us. It's not yeah. just like this random event that's thrown. It is also like a really powerful name. Like you were saying, like yeah, it even, has, even it's a brand, even yeah. if there's anything called E3, people are going to know what it is. Right. You know? hmm. I so, wonder what people talk about now. Like when I was a kid, right. When I was, when I was just a wee lad playing my N64, you know, I I heard about things like E3 and was like, whoa, yeah. like that's mm-hmm. where I want to be, yeah. right? And like, I feel like there's definitely still people out there that have that, you know, sort of. You think of for awe E3 and... in particular? Yes, 100%. Mm. I think that there's definitely people I was that definitely were that like, 
Yeah, I think there's other people that have never been and would like, oh, like, even though it's like winding down, it's like that's still at some point, like that was like the pinnacle, right? Like yeah. that was the dream was, was to get goal. to E3 was the goal. And like Dude, people that have never been there or not in the industry, like for sure, it's definitely a an exciting an you know time. It's and, an aspiration. Yeah. yeah. Like anytime on Reddit, you saw that like Sony dropped out or someone wasn't going to make it. Like there were all these negative comments like, oh, E3 is dying. It's going to it's terrible. It's going to be the worst thing ever. But if you read all the comments about, uh, like E three being canceled, there's a lot of mourning going on. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, a lot of people it... are like you, this. Like this is when the I think the real people come out where it's like this kind of sucks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was a big event that brought all this. the gaming industry together. Yeah, and yeah. Now one, it's gone. one of the other uh, podcasts that I listen to, it's like these two guys, and they have like such starkly different opinions. Um, one of the guys basically says like. He's, like, a hardcore, like, old-school journalist, right? Okay. And he's like, E3 hasn't meant anything in years. E3 sucks. It's not fun to go to. It's bad for press people now that there's all the public there. It's just, like, overall a bad event. It's obvious that it's going down. And then the other guy is more of, like, what I would consider, like, the general consumer fan. And he's like, honestly, like, you know, that all might be true. But realistically, there's still a lot of excitement behind an event like that. And, like, I just like... This is him speaking. He's like, I just like the excitement of the idea of the event. Like, that's where, like, big things happen. And you look forward to content around it. And, like, that week on all of the media sites is, like, the most exciting week of the year. And it's like, even though, you know, it could be – you could be cynical about it and be like, ah, fuck that thing, whatever. It's like there there definitely still is kind of like a a bit of, like, wonder and hype and excitement around it that I think we all still feel for sure. I mean, you lose E3, you definitely still lose, you know? I mean, it's the same same even at PAX. You know, you go there, it's like – if if it, if you didn't know it was video games and you were just here, like this kind of sucks. There's yeah. a lot of people. It's really cramped. It's hard to it's hard to like do the thing I'm here to do. Yeah, which is play games. But you go, we go there anyway, and you know we have a leg up because we're media. But it's like, you know, we're there because we enjoy the community and we enjoy the creative process and seeing what people are making and playing the games. Yeah, and I think that that's still there with E3, and it means just so much. Yeah. Um, it's, that it would be hard to kind of let it go. Yeah, it, it is funny. Like, when we go to all these other events, like the PAXs and stuff, like, I, I, I have such vivid, clear memories of, like, walking into, like, PAX West. And usually my thought for, for PAX West is, like, well, one, I kind of, like, want to see what's around and stuff. But most of the time it's just, like, well, what do they do with the space this year? You know what I mean? Like, I right. expect the mm-hmm. same people to be there and all this stuff. And it's, like, I want to sort of, like, see what they're doing with the space. With E3, though, it's, like, a completely different vibe because it's, like, you usually wake up early that morning to, like, watch the press conference or you're up super late last night to watch the press conference and then the whole time you're like holy shit is that game that i saw last night or this morning gonna be on the show floor where do i go to play that game you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like it's much more like i don't know like it it definitely drives a lot of excitement for individual properties rather than like the whole event itself i'd say and i I think there's a i think there's a silver lining here with the coronavirus force in this change like humans like we adapt when things happen like and a lot of times something good will come out of this now they're they're forced to think about this in a new way. Yeah. Like, all of our jobs and everyone out there, our jobs are like, oh, shit, we don't have a work-from-home policy. we got to yeah. figure out how to get our shit together so all of our employees can work from home and we can, you know, we can run our company. That's still going to be there when the coronavirus ends. So it's like things just – things change and adapt. And it's going to be interesting to see how that impacts things that we've taken for granted all these years. And <clears throat> E3 is one of those. Certainly. And – I don't know. I it, that's the exciting part. That's the optimistic part. Obviously, you can go in a different direction, but 
I am interested to see where it goes, and it could end up being a good thing. I mean, yeah. I'm going to say, like, I'm more interested in E3's floor layout more so than PAX, if we were talking about that before. Like, E3 was always exciting because it's where all the studios came with their top dollar in mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we had, uh, what is it, Mafia 3 with, like, an actual, like, New Orleans, like, band walk through with a casket through the convention hall to lead you back to their booth. Like, that doesn't happen at PAX, you know? Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, it would be sad if PAX, if E3 was to go by the wayside. But I, I do, I am excited to see how they come back, but if they do. To me, E3 isn't the show. It's sort of like, it's these press conferences and yeah. it's announcements. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can I do mean, for, all like, of that digitally. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So for 90% of people that are not going to the convention... That's what it is for them, yeah. which is, you know, the, the audience, really. Yeah. It's not because, like, what is the event? It's, it's like, like not really replaced. for press. It's, yeah. you know, for buyers and retailers. So, like, and what the hell are we? Be, but, yeah. That's what they said it well, was supposed for. But, but that's, like, that's the purpose. And a lot of that still is happening at E3. But, like, it's, like, press only. And, like, we can get some demos on games. But we can do that at any convention, you know? That's but true. It's the conferences, really, that, that set it apart. And Definitely. that's what, like, as a, that's what you grow up like that's the awe and the wonder of like i don't get to go to to e3 but every year i sit down and i watch the xbox conference yeah. dude i remember those yeah. i remember That's those game informers years. those game informers that showed and like like covered packs uh not packs e3 and like yeah. i remember like you'd figure especially back then like the buying category is like hey nintendo comes in with their new thing and then the buyers are like i want that that needs to be on my yeah. shelves you know what i mean well, versus like now where part of press is necessary but like back then is like press came out the next day, you know, or right. a couple yeah. days later. Now it's print. instant. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So they there. Now, it's, exactly. now it's really the yeah. live stream. But it's, yeah. I, I, what I'm pulling away with this, and, and like you make really excellent points, is that uh, like I think the focus on an individual developer, it's like you knew that Nintendo will be there and they will say something, right? They'll say something, right? Like when it comes to like packs, like Nintendo might be there, but they're probably not going to say anything. Right. You know what I mean? They're just going to have some sort of demo. Yeah, but like E3, it's like there's this expectation. You're like, yeah. all right, show me, show me the future. You know what I mean? Show me what I have to look forward to. And and I think that's what we all expect at this point. But um, weirdly enough, I feel like, and it's funny, it's just the show of the times, right? Nintendo Directs. Like everybody is asking for a Nintendo Direct, not what they're going to show at E3. Well, know? exactly. But but here's the thing. It's like, with the Nintendo Direct, it could happen at any time. Exactly. Which is why people are starving for it now. But like E3, like when E3 comes around, everyone's not going to be like, is there going to be yeah. a Nintendo Direct? So what it's are they like, what are they going to say at their right. Nintendo Direct? Yeah. Like, Did you see the thing about the Nintendo Direct that was supposed to happen? No. Recently? Is there supposed to be a Nintendo Direct soon? Well, there was a funny piece of press. I don't know if you guys saw this. Did You, you saw the... Like there was an announcement of a collaboration between Lego and yes, Nintendo, I did see that. right? Something yeah. Like that. So, so in the initial announcement for like on their website, it said like it said like Lego and and Mario, and then under it, it had uh, some text, and in the text, it said something like, "As announced on the recent Nintendo Direct, this collaboration between Lego and Mario," which had everyone be like, "Wait, what?" Like there was no Nintendo Direct, so now a lot of people are thinking, "Was the there suppo- to- was there supposed to be a Nintendo Direct?" That they didn't air or something, mm, interesting. and then this oh, announcement on, got on ahead Mario of it. Day. Maybe, maybe yesterday. Yeah. Mario yeah. Day was when they announced the uh, the Lego thing. That, I yeah. took a little snapshot uh, yeah, and put right, it in our yeah. chat. Yeah, it said on the recent Nintendo Direct. So that sounds like past tense. Like there should have been one. Yeah. And like having a, a Nintendo Direct on 
some made up Nintendo holiday, Mario Day. Uh, <laughs> Mario totally Day because made of sense. March 10th, by the way, yeah. for everybody Mar- listening Day. who doesn't know. But I mean, like they, they for sure acknowledge Mario Day. Like I remember, I I remembered it because like last year they did. A, last year they did on uh, Google Maps. Like oh, yeah. your uh, little, little arrow change into Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah. yeah, like it's not. I remember Google. that. It's definitely something that they respect and honor or whatever. <laughs> or like acknowledge yeah. every year and with, in some sort of way. Yeah, it's free yeah. marketing. Come yeah. on. But <laughs> that's, that's true. What, and I feel like that's what E3 is. You know, it is sort of in its own way free marketing. Like if you do something around E3. E3 time, you're sort of, you're part of that party now, you know? Well, yeah. You can ride that wave. Yeah, because people can be like, Nintendo's E3 announcement and then, like, the the pretense to that is like, oh, this is big. Like, this is is important information. I mean, in that regard, it's sort of like, like, we, except, I mean, we all love Christmas, right? Like, Christmas is one day, but you have this holiday week. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. where Christmas is there, but it's like, it's a sort of a celebration of the whole time, and you could have an E3. It's really, week. your family coming into town, putting up the decorations, sure, yeah. yeah, Christmas like, cookies, like I, all, I wrapping, hate it like, all. all of that <laughs> is happening like pre Christmas. That know? would be a great like change. Like instead of E3 being this thing where everyone comes to, it's sort of like a week of gaming celebration, and we've we have these streams lined up. Go check it out on their channel, or you can watch it here. You know, it becomes this more collaborative community thing. That yeah. doesn't make the ESA money. Exactly. They'd figure it out, I'm sure. Exactly. They'd they have would, to, if they did it all, all, I mean, what you're talking about is an all stream, basically. Like, a channel where everybody comes to this one channel for the information, right? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you can advertise it. I mean, I'm sure that... But like, by that you point, want to you be can involved. probably just have everybody just do their own streams, and then they would basically be the same thing, right? Well, it's, it's having it all at the same time, is what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. having it all coordinated. Yeah. Like, like this a, one's at this wait, time. ready, like, the video game awards? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Whoa. except over a longer, like... <laughs> On, on different over days. A week. Over a few days. So, yeah, you, like, yeah. you focus on the different publishers and what they have coming out on this day or half who would, day. Who would produce that? Jeff I mean, it j- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know, just like the way it is now, except all uh, all digital. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sounds have like, to- Yeah, it sounds like if that was the case, I definitely think it would be funny if it was, like, basically, like, Reddit or the internet that's just like, all of you studios, say something on this week. And then suddenly they're like, okay, I'm just going to put out a video or a stream that week. Yeah. And then ESA is like, Nobody's coming to my event because Reddit, for like you know, they they set up this event themselves. I feel like they can easily do that without ESA. Like that wouldn't be hard. Well, the whole thing is the brand. Like you want that E three brand to pull it all together. Yeah. Like that's that's what it is. It's still important. We were just talking about that. You know, like it has yeah. weight to it. That's true. And again, it's the publishers that are part of E three and ESA, so they're gonna make they're gonna want to make it happen anyway. Yeah, it's like kind of fuel that one name yeah and there's something special about having it be one and not just like i don't know we're all just yeah. doing our own thing over yeah. the course of june J- june july i don't know they'd probably need somebody really good to produce it though yeah i don't know like they're having i am or they were having i am made but make their show floor which would have been interesting i'd be curious to see what that was but yeah yeah like how many i can't even think about like other sort of digital celebrations that are like a south by southwest kind of thing except online maybe that got canceled too yeah it did. <laughs> <laughs> sorry austin texas but you're not trying to yeah. think outside the box here because we're not gonna i don't think we're gonna get traditional e3 anymore definitely not. do you maybe think not. they're gonna show those press conferences still probably if it, like i mean, I mean those, i'm sure they, those videos still... must be done right yeah. Spencer's just gonna be in front of a green screen being like thank I mean. you all 
Here's the new Porsche. So I mean, it would yeah. be it would be interesting to see Microsoft do something like that because <laughs> I I was almost like I was I'm of the mind that like Sony would have done a state of play that day and Nintendo would have done a Nintendo Direct that day. Yeah. Well, Phil Microsoft <coughs> better have done something that Microsoft would some call advantage their thing of like, their like Xbox the Stream yeah. Series P dash something. Yeah. Well, they're Phil terrible Spencer at already, things. That was the joke. He responded to it already, and they said that they. I mean, they're just sort of reacting, you know. But they're yeah. saying that they're they're going to see they're going to try to have a digital like experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they, I'm they sure they were going to announce some sort of Xbox Series X something like. Oh yeah, I'm that. sure they had a lot planned, yeah. but yeah. like they can't let all of that those eyes like ready and waiting go to waste. Right. It'd be weird. Does Phil Spencer make announcements in any venue? With under a hundred people watching him, yeah. <laughs> he just can't. I don't do think it. I've ever seen him not standing on a stage in front That's, of a. There's only ninety nine here. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I wear my new leather jacket? Uh, but did you see like what I sent around to you guys earlier? Is that Warner Brothers is going to have a a uh, conference? Yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot yeah. of people are assuming. Oh, wow. A lot of people are assuming that whatever Batman game they're working on is like going to be a launch title for the new systems. So they had which like, I don't. I I wouldn't doubt that. Like that would make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So they had a lot of interesting <laughs> things like. Excuse they me. had the the Batman game. They had the. This is why I had that link in the chat earlier. But it had the um, the Harry Potter game yep. that leaked like two years ago. That looked really cool. That yeah. was sort of you wandering around Hogwarts yep. and casting spells like open world. I don't remember anything about that. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think it was a thing. It was a real thing. Confirmed. So a new Batman game, but also a new Arkham game. I, this sort of. Well, they said a new Rocksteady yeah. game. They said a new. Yeah. What the hell is Rocksteady? Well, so, so yeah, the, right. the world the, the may Batman, never know. So the Batman game that's yes. being developed is made by the uh, Arkham Origins people, which are not Rocksteady. Which no. is Warner Brothers something something. It's like the other studio yes, that made you're it. right. The you're same right. people that made like Blackgate and all those other weird ones. Um, Blackgate. They are not fondly or- remembered. Origins Although, was a decent game, though. You know, Blackgate. they, they yeah. really got shafted yeah. on Origins, though, because like then they came out with like the Arkham Collection, which was... All yeah. of the games except Origins, yeah. which is kind of funny. You're right. That yeah. is funny. I was thought Arkham Origins was just fine. It was good. It yeah. just it like I think it had more technical issues than the other ones did. Yeah, it was yeah, not as polished. Yeah, I did have some sort of error where like one of my move sets wasn't work wasn't working, and then I couldn't I finish. Mis- I couldn't finish like yeah. the game. I, I, had I, had I couldn't 100 percent it. I had a mission objective problem. Yeah. yeah. I think the uh, so that the, was super annoying. The Rocksteady game, I'm assuming, is going to be a uh, Justice League title. That, There's that's been what's so rumored. many, uh, so many so rumors. Many speculations. Yeah. I hope it's a Batman Beyond game. Yeah. I mean, that, that, would, oh, be man, that would be absolutely be fantastic. Great. Yes. Oh my god, that would be amazing. A welcome yes, site. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really <clears throat> keen on a. I don't know how you do a team up game. Like that's something that no one's. Well, really I mean, the new Avengers yet. game looks like absolute garbage. So. You know, what about the square? oh man, the square yeah, let's see. The that game, it looks yeah. like garbage. Did you guys know that Tsushima uh, got a launch date? Yeah, what June, right? June, June. Uh, I did not even know there was any news about that yep. game. June 26th is the launch date, hmm. five Pretty days after my birthday. Yo, again, we're it's probably why they planned it there. Yeah, I mean, probably, and yeah. two days right before your sister's wedding. That's right. Damn. I feel like we should acknowledge this you that, still. uh, like. I feel like right now game season has finally started. Like 2020 game season has once, started. Once, once Animal Crossing comes out. Because yesterday starts, yeah. was uh, Neo 2 and Will of the Ori, Will of the Wisps. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That happened? Those are two uh-huh. like solid uh-huh. titles that just came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they both got – I mean, Will of the Wisps got really good reviews. Yeah. Great. And Neo got like, this is good reviews. This yeah. is uh, Neo 2. Did you like Neo? 
by Neo Geo. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, right. That's pretty much what they said. Yeah. So like we're we're on our way now, and that, I think that's pretty cool. Like our yeah, Dooms in a week or two, right? Two weeks. Next week. Next week. Next uh, Friday. And Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing. Yeah. Stoked about that. And then we're kind of glad that we're not going Animal to SoCal Crossing. now because yeah. I'll be playing a lot. Animal, of Animal Crossing, Crossing is going to be my game that makes me pretend like I'm going outside. Liz, how do you feel about buying Animal Crossing? Because you know your ass is buying it. You yeah. know it's going to happen. No, I feel like I'm going to waste sixty bucks buying this <laughs> oh, game. Oh man, I can't wait till you find out how wrong you are. It's going to be great. I would love to be wrong. I'll be still applying that pressure money. onto you as well. <laughs> yeah. you should I just am get it. definitely on the fence. You should just get it and see what happens. No, I'm pretty convinced the world is about to embark on a journey. Yeah. You want to be with us. I could I see Liz $60 for the ticket. I could see Liz reluctantly buying it and then really enjoying it. I could see Alex reluctantly buying it and confirming that he doesn't like it. I don't know anything about this game, but I know you're not going to like it. Yeah, It looks like happy, cheerful garbage i was only just gonna say i feel like you do not like happiness yeah. <laughs> burn it it will juxtapose doom really well um, I, like, I do like i mean true. I, I do like relaxing games like wrong. like abzu and journey and like those yeah, more like meditative experience feel this yeah. is not meditative this is not that there's good. also goals in those games you know there's something to do there's there's how many bells do you game. want do you like this museum i want none bells <laughs> <laughs> bells are money they're not actually bells I don't want that. Just, yeah. I would ask you, all right, if I bought the game for you, will you give it a solid two weeks? That's all I'm asking, just two weeks. That's a lot That's a of long time. I, 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 was about to say, your I was about to say a month. Straight weeks. <laughs> I was about to say a month. This is already if a I'm about to spend version. 60 bucks on a game, I want him to at least commit to two I, weeks. I, I wouldn't do that. I'll give you $30 a week to play this game is what I'm literally <laughs> saying. I'm going to stipend you this $30. I will $30. buy you the physical version of the game so you can delete it off your Switch and I can get the physical version can you, back. Can you play online with other people? No. Yes. Well, yes. That's what? true. Yeah. Obviously well, not. You not mm, yeah. Yeah. You like, can just can jump into to my you... town when I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could yeah, do but things. Yeah, I can't and... do anything in your town. I was gonna say, like, yeah. the, I mean, I the... could give you, I could give you the ability to do things. You're not slaying demons you... together. Yeah. You no, are shaking trees, and I'm giving well, you fishing. I'm giving Hold you on, resources. Two conversations, but, but like, I it's sort of like I made this comparison last time when Justin and I played Chow and I played Terraria. You know. We did a lot of nothing, and there was stuff to do, but we did a lot of nothing, but we did that together. This just feels like I'm going to come over here, drop some logs on the ground, and be like, okay, nice town, see you later. I mean, no, you can also get my fruit, (laughs) plant it in your town, and then sell those fruits for lots of money. You're really going to buy a physical version? I mean, I would... would just have like Alex play it with us. I would have him... I would do that. If you were down to play it for two weeks, and then if you liked it, you keep the game. Wow. That's what I would do. It's just so weird that it's not a multiplayer. Like, it feels like it's just there should be just so much more collaborative experiences in a game like it this. It feels like it should be Minecraft. Well, here's the thing: yeah, if you where were, I can if come you playing... into your server and knock down your house and have a little town, feed you know? your fa- feed your animals, and, and you can't have a town. but it's like so. I mean, the main like I would say goals in the game are oriented around like your island, like your town. So, like, yeah. if you were playing with Chow, you'd be in his town. Right. So you would. You wouldn't really be helping yourself no, no, no. by being there. But we would. It would be our town. Yeah. It wouldn't be your yeah, town. No, that's that's saying not, you wouldn't I'm have saying, a house. That's what he wants. Oh, it should be. That's, yes. what, that's what I want. The, same, the way that Minecraft, you have like one server and you yeah. all contribute to your house it, and your I would also like together. that. But Nintendo it, doesn't understand how the internet works, so right. that's not going to happen. It just seems like that would be a better version of Animal Crossing. If I logged on and Chad was already in there, he's like, dude, I found like 
10 more bones and like the museum is fucking awesome now and like you know I got this bank thing and I'm, we're like we're selling these on the side and I'm like okay I'm gonna go get some roses we're gonna sell this no, shit the, the game will instead be Justin being like let's fucking come, go come, yeah. come look at these fish <laughs> yeah. I caught come look at these fossils I yeah, identified I, don't know. I also don't know what the crafting or the quest system's like so if it's hard to find certain like materials maybe it's going onto a boat together to another island that we both haven't been to and then going around Pillaging. and collecting resources there I, I don't think that's not gonna be a thing though yeah. no uh, there is there is a, a boat that you could take to go to an uninhabited like, right, island. I just, islands. I'm just not convinced that the collab, that collaborative experience is going to be it's actually. Weird it's going to be co-op, and yet there's not much you can do in co-op. So it's definitely going to be like that, at least for me and my sister, because that's how that worked with us on the DS. We would play on our separate towns, but then we'd be like, "Here's a cool print," and then we started like doing things. But like that was, that was that. And now there's so much more stuff to do in this one. Albeit, yeah, I understand. And also, me and Katie love these types of games. So, I get that. I'm, all, again, I, offering I you a $60 game, of which, if you don't like, you give it back to me. <laughs> no cost to you, except for two I weeks like def- of no. solid play. I feel like this is a mistake. You definitely need a digital version of this game. If it's just, As you say, if this is the game that you, like, hop in and out of, you definitely want it digital. You're not going to want a physical copy. Oh, no, I know. I'm, I'm going to buy it, it both. I'm buying it physically. I'm so buying it. just going to keep the, the hard copy version? To yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll resell it to fucking Paul or, I mean, one of our retailers. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to prevent you from making a mistake. There's no mistake. As I, long as you're also I'm paying version. $60 so that Alex will play with me for two weeks. That's literally where that's coming from. Or I'm, play adjacent to me. I was going to say adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with you is a strong word. I mean, I there's times where you come, come to over two my podcasts house. and talk about it. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm playing the physical version. Justin, would you what's like to go in half seas with me? Because I just have a... I, I, I mean, what's the physical the version of everything? There is no difference. Oh, okay. It's putting the cartridge in. But if it, Liz is saying if this is a, a daily pop over yeah like if you're just gonna pop into your town for a minute you don't want to have to swap carts to uh, do that. Yeah, yeah it's like having like it's like if apex had to be a disc and yeah. every time you wanted to play your like multiplayer game or your you know play for an hour a day yeah. game you alex, had to pop literally, in a disc. alex and i just did that with risk of rain it's like oh hey you want to play this other game all right yeah. <laughs> like, here we go I what, get we... up off the couch like this is a disaster that's exactly what i did it was terrible a disaster yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm saying do not get a heart do you want to know some copy. interesting news about physical stuff well it's not really interesting news well actually it's very interesting news wow, wow. Yeah, it's, about, it's about 50 percent uninteresting what's happening trump uh, <laughs> this is the best news um so our our good old pal reggie fils mm-hmm. is now on the board of directors of gamestop yes trying that was a big to, win yeah trying to bring them back to something you know it's funny i the more i looked at that news i was like everybody's down on gamestop but he is like the one yeah. person that can get <laughs> everybody exactly back on gamestop yeah that's exactly yeah what i'm I pretty much back on gamestop isn't now. that weird like yeah because like he's I feel like, like it can only help there's only right? one person in this industry maybe two people Maybe three people in this industry that are held, like held are up beloved. to like the god status, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he, as well as maybe no, nah, not so much Jeff Keighley, maybe Sakurai, and Miyamoto. Basically, Miyamoto they're all and, Nintendo. Uh, when I think about it. No, what's his face? Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Kojima. Kojima. But he's kind of like iffy now because he doesn't think that American video gamers are cool. <laughs> people, you know. Yeah, he said some. He drew just, a line in the sand. No rent. I feel like this this ship was sinking. They threw a new rug on it and appointed a new captain, and they're like, "Rug, 
I don't know, but it's like, <laughs> but here's the thing. Everybody wants to see GameStop, air quotes, brand fail, right? Yeah. Like, that that's the common what? thread here. But, like, nobody wants to see Reggie fail because Reggie yeah. just wins. He's yeah. the fu- he's the fucking Reginator, you know yeah. what I mean? So, it, like, <laughs> it's funny because now they... people's conflict, they're like, well, I didn't like GameStop, but I really like Reggie. But you know what? I like GameStop. I, I like what <laughs> Reggie said in his tweet where he's like, you know, the gaming industry needs a vibrant GameStop. And I think they're very right about yeah. that. Because, yeah. like, they, they are a cornerstone entity. Maybe not them specifically, but a, a prolific game retailer mm-hmm. is an essential part of this whole thing i i would think right my my inner brain tells me yeah video games should be sold at a game store (laughs) you know when i when i when you first posted that and like i i read that i was like all i keep thinking about is like the (laughs) i try to get out but they just keep pulling me back in (laughs) yeah i'm surprised he uh i thought he was all like i want to retire and relax this is my last job guys how much does a one more time what's his official title he's he's on the board board of directors board of directors how much does a board of directors member do i don't know you just get a bunch of shares gets paid and is yeah yeah right like like a producer you don't. Yeah. You only like meet when the board of directors meets, right? It's not like yeah. you're going in every day. It's like once a month yeah. they bring you in and they say, "Here are all our ideas." And he's like, "That's dumb. Here's what you should do." And they're like, yeah. oh, "All right." And then they go work on it for a month and then bring him back the results. I think that's a very accurate description I, of what he's already right. doing. I do, this is my idea. This is what I picture Reggie doing yes. every day. And I feel like the people who are like the current board of directors, they're probably like, "Okay, so Reggie, what do you think?" And then everybody's going to be like, "I also agree with that." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> our other things have like, not been working. He's like playing his Game Boy. Yeah, <laughs> as my. So obviously my and our perspective a little bias that like you know I do I like game the idea of GameStop and that it's there, but I'm wondering if this is sort of how people that were really involved in the music industry felt when like Sam Goody went down and you know all of those like specific those music shops those right those shops that just sold music felt when those went under and now yeah. they're sort of like just a section at Target you or you yeah. just or just Spotify you know. I bought so much shit from Sam Goody and FYE before <laughs> they went out of business. Yeah. Oh, dude, God, I cleaned up at FYE. What'd you buy? All kinds of stuff. I bought an FLCL wall scroll literally off their wall. <laughs> I can't believe they had it. Like, I walked into their store and it was on their wall, and I was like, can I have that? And they're like, uh, and I was like, let me talk to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that. What are dollars? You don't even know what, what that is. What does that stand for again? FYE. For your entertainment. For your entertainment, yeah. For your something. I, I bought games? Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction on PS3 there. I bought what a steal. all kinds of crazy stuff. GameStop to me kind of feels like like I feel like we're having kind of a similar conversation that we just had about E3 that like mm. it was just sort of this like pillar in the gaming community and at some point like but it's it fell out of touch and like it's having all these issues and it can't keep up with the modern consumer and the current you know status of games and where the community is now and I mean, I I don't like, and people are down on it the same way they're down on E3. Like, this E3 fucking sucks. Yeah, you gotta right. fucking fix it. Same thing with GameStop. But at the end of the day, I secretly like. Not want GameStop to win. I I want GameStop yeah. to win because it's a you know because it was this same thing. It was like it's a this physical status. Representation it was of it, our... yeah, when your freaking parents dragged you yeah. to the mall or whatever, and, and also, then you were like, "Can I please leave and go to the GameStop and yeah, like yeah. just walk and around is, and hopefully is... maybe convince you into buying me a game?" And of course, it never worked. Yeah. But like that maybe was games. a like a moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a moment I feel like for a lot of gamers that they have definitely had in their lives and would like other people to have if. It can be done in a successful way. And maybe Certainly. this is a bad connection, but, like, you are talking about music before and how it kind of, like, moved digitally, right? But, like, Stadia failed, so right now... 
this is like the best time for GameStop to make a comeback, right? Physical media to yeah. make a comeback. This is like the only time. Do it you would like ever... streaming your games? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this is the only time that the market's they, like, well, maybe. But they do need. They need something else. They can't just be physical. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, something else yeah. is well, Reggie Fils. Well, think about like, <laughs> they gotta do. Think something. about back in the day. You had. I I like to think about Sears, titan of the industry. Yeah, like everyone's a Sears for everything, but they did not adapt to this crazy internet thing and they just stayed in their little box and they just slowly died. And you're yeah. even seeing that with uh, like you're seeing that with so many retailers. Well, you're you know? seeing that yeah. even with Walmart, this crazy Macy's. Titan. It's like they they saw Amazon like, oh fuck, we're behind all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And they're scrambling to get their online stuff in order. Best Buy is like, the only one that somehow made it work for no, some they, reason. Yeah, of they got other problems. No, Best Buy figured themselves out. Yeah, they're Best doing, Buy's actually an extremely doing really well business right, right now. now. They were bad a couple years ago. Well, they but closed then, a lot of stores. Yeah, they, they closed like almost fifty percent of their stores. But they did that in all of the territories that they weren't very prolific in. But like their presence right now, like they're doing just fine. Like they have absolutely they capitalized really well on the showroom experience, showcasing. Yeah, yeah. And they like, do have a strong online presence. That's where all of our appliances are. Their online presence is awesome. <laughs> and their their whole thing was, like, they were dying because they too. had to compete with Amazon. So people would go to their stores, look at stuff, and then buy it online. Right. But now they price match there. So it's like, yeah. it's like so whatever price you get it for on Amazon, they will give it to you. And you can walk out with it so right now. That's the type of adapting that GameStop needs to do. You know, they can't just come back and yeah. be like... Physical media, baby. But how do you, you know, compete yeah, with a PlayStation yeah. store that's on your console so at I, your living room? That's right. I was so actually that's why trying I was something just new. thinking about this, and I was like, I'm trying to think back to the situations at GameStop that I thought were like the best, like the like the net good experiences that I had at GameStop, and I'm like, well, what what were those things? And almost every one that I think of usually has to do with some sort of pre-order incentive, like. You know, a lot of times I went to midnight releases and stuff. It wasn't necessarily because I wanted the game right away. A lot of the times it was. But because there was also some sort of incentive for pre-ordering the game and being there early. Like when Wind Waker came out, getting the uh, Master Quest Collector's Edition disc thing, that yeah. was huge. I was like, I can't go anywhere else. I need it from here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm trying and to when think. When they did the Destiny uh, red bike, hover bike that you can get only from GameStop. Just had to do that. So they had. Well, I'm, joke, I'm not but... even thinking like digital goods. Like if it was something more physical, I mean, all they're doing is like half of their stores now are just plastic bullshit but that like they... you barely want. They do have a lot of new concept stores that are out in like Tulsa. Not many, and uh, so I feel like that wave happened, but it happened in maybe two stores, and then yeah. we never heard about it again. Well, they're yeah. still they're testing, testing it. it so are what they? they're doing right now is they're doing like a lot more streaming and accessible games so they are sort of capitalizing on what you're saying so you walk into the store when the game is released and they'll be, they're going to try to have more events and tournaments in store there's going to be couches and streams set oh, up like right launch there. parties yeah. Yeah. but yeah. the yeah. thing that i think of when i go in there <clears throat> similar to a blockbuster is just you're surrounded by all of this content that you don't know about yeah like all these games that have been made that you're just you want to explore and 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 buy and figure out yeah so what they're also doing is when you walk into the store, you can grab any game off the shelf and play it right there in store. Oh, that's like immediately. Cool. Yeah. So when I heard him doing like yeah, the retro stuff, that is stuff a way whatnot, better idea yeah. than like here's three games. Yeah. Do you want to play one of so, them? Maybe you'll buy one of. It seems like they had a <laughs> yeah. conversation, right? They were like, "What are our strengths? What and what? How do we turn those strengths into what kind of people want to do today?" Because yeah. you can't get a demo anymore. 
I wonder yeah, if they could like, also do like licensing deals with certain games. Like, let's say the new Destiny comes out or whatever. What if that like GameStop says, "Listen, we will put your game on every one of our setups in our store, so when people come in, they can just jump on and play that game right away, hmm. and they can get addicted to your game there and then buy it in the store right after." They could absolutely yeah. have like, I mean, they've always had kiosks, but like. New game coming out. This is the new game section. Yeah. Here's the new game. Imagine if they, they the, segregated. I'm oh, sorry. No, I was going to say the failure with the kiosks is that, like, most of the games that are on there, or at least the ones that I've always been interested in checking out, because I still do that. Like, I'll go on the PlayStation ones and stuff, are games that, like, aren't out yet. So it's like maybe they're trying to incentivize mm. the pre-order, but it's like I'm really only playing that because it's like something I, I don't know. It's like new and different, right? But if they were to try to push games that, they, that I could buy right then and there, it might help increase sales i don't know what were you saying Justin? you i was just thinking like in order for that to be viable you'd need a lot of space for a lot of different because like stores like that survive on like foot traffic people coming in and out of the store right which means yeah. you need a lot of different kiosks or little lounge areas for people to try whatever they want and if there's you could try the like legit game they might be there for a while there has to be some type of time limit but at the end of the day it's like you need to have a lot of space for people to walk in that would be like the main attraction try this game out and then buy the game but you were spending at least 30 minutes to like an hour to pitch this game to this person for them to buy. And if they don't buy it, then they try it again. Well, they yeah. might, maybe they're just thinking of it like a coffee shop. You know, people yeah. just hang out there all the time. But, you know, Starbucks is still making money. Yeah. yeah. And there's pop-up things in airports I'm seeing now. I'm sure you've oh, have you, Yeah, you've seen those? The, the like I play smart. games area or yeah, something? Yeah, it's, it's just a row that I don't know how to describe the length of it. It's like a internet Long? cafe yeah right <laughs> um of like 20 setups back to back or yeah yeah you're sitting back to back to each other um and just you're just sitting there chilling playing games like yeah. it could totally be that setup it doesn't take up that much room i guess but yeah did you see the switch ones where they had like all nintendo setups and there's like a bunch of kiosks of like switches that you could just play on and like a big like uh four-player mario kart thing where 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 is this thing in in airports what airport this was a dsw dallas yeah, DS- I, I think w? in is Fort Worth yeah, is where the... <laughs> Isn't it Dallas? Oh, DFW. Sorry, yeah. Dallas-Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yeah. yeah. That one has yeah. the Switch one, too. There's also a Switch That's one cool. in uh, SFO and somewhere else. Yeah. I remember yeah. looking at a I list. I've never seen the Switch one. It's, it's a brand new thing. Mm. And it's cool because like while you're there, you could like order a Switch. You can't like buy one and then take it with you, which kind of makes sense. Originally, I was like, well, that would be great. Like You just buy a Switch before your flight or something. But like then what are you doing with the box and stuff? So Taking I think it with you. Yeah, yeah, I think you can like buy one there and they'll like ship it to your house. Yo, if you could something. rent it just for the flight and then return it to it. I mean, they had the a side. they had a that little like they had a little like publicity stunt where they surprised everyone on this airplane with free switches and they had everybody play Mario Odyssey for the entire flight. It's a lot of boxes. Uh, is that they didn't get keep the boxes? They gave them just the switch. Oh, okay. Game. Wow. Yeah. Pretty. Like, like, yeah. I could totally. But like the, they hit headlines everywhere. So yeah. well, like the city bikes, you could totally just have like. A bunch of switch docks, and you just grab one. Yeah, and I mean, if you don't return it, you pay for it. I'm sure, yeah. just like the bike. Wow. But That'd be yeah, funny. you just put a credit card in. Yeah. Doesn't come Comes back. preloaded with a bunch. I of mean, games. minus three hundred dollars. That would be <laughs> hilarious if that was like United Airlines just paired up with Nintendo, and suddenly you had Nintendo Switch enabled uh, chairs. We could do this. Yeah, I mean, let's pitch this to these two guys. Yeah, all right. <laughs> don't publish <laughs> this podcast. No one, one listens to. <laughs> no one listens to this anyway. It's okay. Man. They are doing a lot of creative things, but yeah, I think bringing it back to GameStop, I think GameStop definitely does need to start experimenting more, and I'd be curious to see what kind of stuff Reggie's going to bring to the table, idea-wise. I, I like, I'm excited about it, yeah. I like yeah. where their head's at with what we were just talking about, their concept stores. Is it going to be successful? I don't know, but it's more exciting than what they've been doing before. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. 
What if what if Reggie was just like, oh, GameStop GameStop stock is like super cheap right now. I'm just gonna buy a bunch of it, and then they're like, board of director. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh shit, you what's attained, you hot? <laughs> you've attained status. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's all the main news that I can think of that happened this week. Do you guys know any other? Head breaking, head breaking, uh, everything that breaking I can headlines, yeah. <laughs> head breaking, head breaking headlines. Uh, the only thing I've been paying attention to really is just how the world's been reacting to the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little too much. Maybe a little too much. Well, <laughs> meh. yeah. What do you? What have you guys like been playing be while you've been in quarantine? I have been playing. Apex. Shit, what have I been playing? I totally forget now. Apex, probably. We it's playing. probably Apex. Oh, I, I platinumed uh, God of War. Nice, And Good then job. I tried New Game Plus on the holy. hardest difficulty. And holy shit. It's like... Like, you're fighting a regular enemy, and I'm like, oh, man, I got all the best armor. I'm so good at this game. And just then, like, crushing. You get <laughs> like, the one normal enemy hits you once, and half your health is gone. Oh, wow. And you're God. like, holy... And then, you know, he hits you again, and... Uh, I'm just calling him Geralt. Um... Kratos. Kratos. Like, the way he dies is, it's almost like, you know, his arms go to his yeah, side, and he's, just like, go, you he's like a board, and then he yeah. just falls backwards and hits the ground. Yeah. And it's so embarrassing. You're fighting, like, one little fire dude, <laughs> and so he funny. just beats you up, and then Atreus is like, Father! <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm sorry. You'll have to grow up alone now. <laughs> <laughs> I lost to the first enemy we encountered. Oh, my God. It kind of sucks. It was a short journey. <laughs> Aren't I supposed to be the god of war? Yeah. <laughs> I but I I am like I, I the next game I'm gonna play is I do want to try Ori, which I think is Xbox only. Which it's uh, is, Xbox only, but it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass, yeah. So what does that mean? Like I can play it on my computer. <laughs> it means if you have no, Game Pass, it's yeah. you get to play for free. Oh, the other thing's Game. Xbox. Does anybody? Game, well, do, does anybody here have Game Pass? No, no. really. I, I don't I use I, my Xbox. I haven't turned my Xbox on. In like, I, there was I haven't used my computer as a gaming device. Like, I don't know how long ago. Sometime last year, that was like an extra two bucks or something, and you'd get Game Pass instead of $10. Mm. And Jason bought it, and there are so many games on it. And I have played none of them. I played Ori. Yeah, like there you go. 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's as far as I got. Okay. Um, but it, yeah, I know. It's I, just because I don't like Xbox. But I should play. I want to play. Yeah. I just looked at the I'm slot where my Xbox One was and i see a dreamcast and a bunch of ps4 games there i actually don't know where my xbox one went I think, you're, I think you're, your father's playing it did he take it to china with him i, I think so i think oh. he's playing forza horizon well, 4. i didn't i didn't sign off on that uh, but okay something. i'm trying to okay Liz, i got a uh, i got a demo at pax uh sent to me i played like for a little bit this game called clang 2 oh okay. um i played for a hot minute on the show floor the vr game right no it is a um, rhythm game. Okay. And so the first one's like a, this side-scrolling game, which I, I talked to the developer. It's just like a one-man team. Is okay. this the mini booth guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I played this game, yeah. Clang 2. Yeah. So it was just, a, it's just one guy, and he made the first game. And the feedback he got from the first game was that it was um, when you like hit the rhythm, it felt really good. But you had to be, like, really good in order to get there. So yeah. he tried to make a game a little bit um, simpler. So this one is, uh, instead of being, like, side-scrolling, it's just one, you know, you're on one screen. And there's three different types of notes. And you're this guy in the middle. And you sort of have to aim at the note and then, you know, hit whatever on the beat. Okay. So so I tested that out a little bit today. Um, I like rhythm games. So I thought I'd try it out. I think it's, it's still a demo. 
Yeah. So we'll see. It's still missing a few key elements. I tried to suggest something to the developer while I was there. And I, maybe I just didn't come at it like a <laughs> in a nice way. But I said something like, I was looking at this list, song list, and I was like, do you, um, is there a, like, have you thought about putting, like, the, the beats per minute on the songs? Yeah. When you go to select them? You kind of just looked at me like, what? I was like, I, I don't know if you know this, but, like, you play a lot of rhythm games, usually the beats per minute is yeah. there. And then we got to this very weird thing of, like, I had to try and, like, then defend myself as to why this was a good idea, and he just weird. was, like, very confused as to... Wow, like I don't know if I insulted him. Maybe uh, I, I mean, it seemed I, like I thought it was a good suggestion, and I feel like usually when you go to conventions, they're like, "Oh, what did you think of the game?" To yeah, advice, like yeah. I feel like most developers are like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Like, let me take that back and think about it because I'm still at a point where like I'm developing this game, yeah. and if you've given me this out, outside view, <laughs> yeah. How hey. alpha is this again? Well, actually, we're planning on releasing. We're well, launching months. next. I week. feel like that is a very <laughs> oh, quick, God. easy well, fix you, to include the beats. For well, you showed me the game and then abandoned me uh that was jason. <laughs> oh jason yeah. all right um because throw him right under the bus jason, <laughs> jason brought me over and just to because he was like oh yeah the game we were talking about is it's like right here and i was like oh cool I'll check it out and just oh, sort yeah. of immediately the uh, the d- developer started talking to me and then jason left and i'm like i guess i'm playing this game now um did not wipe off wipe off the head headphones or controller jason's yeah. wedding um but what uh, you think? I played it for a little bit at the convention, and I was like, "All right, I could see where this is." And I mean, playing it again, I was kind of like, mm, "This is a little empty." It I thought it was. Oh. I thought it was okay. Oh. I played it, and I thought it did pretty well. And I was expecting to like to take the headphones off, and him being like, "Hey, you did a pretty good job. Like, yeah. you got past that level. Like, you scored like a you know pretty. You had a pretty good score." He said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Completely yeah, maybe it's not a bad experience because the guy wasn't super personal. But I played it again today, and I like did. <laughs> pretty well on the level i like, hit all the notes whatever i missed like maybe like one of them yeah. and then i got it and it was like 70 percent b i'm like fuck you i did very well on this <laughs> level this is some bullshit that's funny dude some some rhythm games are so unforgiving like if you're not yeah. perfect it's like nope you suck i'm not so here to do that I'm here one, to have a good time. one last little piece of news that came out like because i've never played the half-life games at all sure so there were sort of two pieces of half-life news this week where they're releasing um, Alex Black Mesa 1.0. Oh, that, I did hear about that. So Black Mesa is not, I think, an officially licensed thing. It well, this is okay. So, right, it started out as just like a fan remake, right, or yeah. something. And now, I think they are releasing this. I don't know. It's a sort of a remake, right, of uh, Half Life. Yeah, but reskin, so, right? Yeah. As uh, Half Life One reskin with. Like, brand new graphics. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've never really played them. I know it's not exactly the same game, but it might be a good place to start because yeah. they they launched a new gameplay trailer for Half-Life Alex, and it just looks really good. So, wait. Question. Now that you say Black Mesa, and it's getting me thinking of things. Does Portal and Half-Life happen in the same universe? I guess so, right? Because no. Black Mesa is in both no. of them. Black Mesa is not in Portal. Yeah, Black Mesa uh, in Portal. <laughs> Black Mesa is the rival institution to aperture science i don't is that yeah even in the song it goes maybe yeah. black mesa yeah, they like, do reference it in the song oh i thought it was just the song i thought that was like just for the songs no covers. i mean i know that there's no they, they do mention like other scientists from black mesa the rival no i don't remember but i just know yeah. this now, new game i haven't played that game since like up. 2011 it just looks so fucking awesome they can just 
just I don't know. So I have to buy so that on my computer, and then I use my Oculus Quest, right? But like, it. if my computer is in beast mode, happy go lucky, like vibe level, is that not worth my time? No, I think it. No, I think you don't. I think you can still do it. I hope so. <laughs> I want to try it. Try yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I will. I think you should be able to. I'll tell you about it. I don't know. That looks like VR has for a long time has needed that killer app, and this is looking very promising. It's like only in a couple of weeks, right? Is it really? I feel like it was supposed so. to come out around the April, March, March, April yeah, time period. Like, I think it's like first week of April. That's insane. Oh, yeah. shit. Same thing as Final Fantasy. That's kind of a quick drop on that game. Yeah. Did you That's guys really... play the Final Fantasy VII demo yet? Fuck no. Did yeah. you see yeah. the? Uh, not definitely not. Did you yeah. see that little video I sent you? What? No. Of the of the Tifa. Dynamic theme. Oh, the, oh, you mean oh, the video yes. you were oh, breathing heavily? Wait, yes. yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wait, right. you got it? The Tifa theme I did, yeah. So, so you, you bought you said dynamic. Yeah, I bought what? two Butterfingers. You bought and then two I... Butterfingers for this Tifa theme? Yes, I did. Dude, is and that then... why you, you... I didn't know what the Butterfingers are for. I was like, is this yeah, guy so, using so, so Why didn't you tell me? I, I said all of the necessary information. I don't information. remember any of that. I was just like, I don't want a Butterfinger right now. You, Thank you. All no, you did so, is click the link. because he had So the way that it works. So they were advertising the Butterfingers at PAX. And I was like... And I took a picture of the fucking banner. Because I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Butterfinger. Uh, so what it is, is they have a promotion with Butterfinger right now, Butterfinger, Baby Ruth and Crunch Bars, where if you go (sighs) to an establishment and you buy two of, I know the worst ones, except Butterfingers, (laughs) I I like Butterfingers. Butterfingers. I like Crunch, but they're all like B-listers. Yeah. Yeah. I would take take a Toblerone. If there's a Butterfinger or a Snickers. Toblerone. I don't know. Like that's the only list. Milky Ways, you are a cop. Get out of here. I used to like those as a kid. The caramel gets me Disgusting. now, though. Disgusting. Only uh, the dark chocolate Twix. mini ones are acceptable. Rolos. Kit- Twix? Okay. Twix are... Twix, Twix, that's it. Twix are that's absolutely A tier. Kit Kats are A tier. They have Kit-Kats cultural to me, differences. To me, I'm kind of an old lady. Like, I'm... I'm <laughs> Huge on the Three Musketeers, like oh, Three yeah. Musketeers for me oh, are like, like you give are like dad? edging into S tier. I fucking S-tier. love love Three Musketeers. What? I do. That was That's my favorite Halloween thing. candy, but I put it in the Halloween candy category. You, you know, know what? what I mean? You know what's a low key A tier candy bar? Hundred grand bars. Hundred grand bars. You, oh my god! You said you weren't you a grand. My father. That's a grandma. Like, they like, are. Yeah. These are terrible. That's like people who buy paydays. Yeah. Nobody wants Nobody payday. bought paydays. Literally, Literally only no, people who still read pay. newspapers no, buy paydays. My, my underground favorite is uh, the Good Bars. Mr. Good Bars? Mr. Good Bars. I don't even know what that no. is. Who are you? Those are so good. You're going to tell you me you enjoy Goobers next. What is your problem? Yeah, I can't believe Almond you're criticizing him. Yeah. You're like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Give me your S-tier candy bar then. My favorite, my favorite candy bar, low key, is a Take Five. Actually, wrong. Wow, so good. You're wrong. weird. They're not, even, they're not even called Take Fives anymore. They're called Reese's Take Fives because yeah. they were so, so bad good. they couldn't oh, survive they're on their so own. They're so good. I would buy them all the time. Reese's, yeah. Reese's double S tier. I would agree. Nothing, with that. Yeah. Nothing no, dark about chocolate. Yeah. Dark chocolate specifically. Whoa. Uh, I don't know. You what about that. you? Yeah, I, I don't know if I've had that. The candy that you like. <laughs> do you not like dark chocolate? Everything that you like are saying Dude, is going Allie, against everything that I believe me in. Me and Ellie <laughs> just came back from Hershey Chocolate World because we passed it on the way to this place. And we oh, yeah. we bought out every single candy bar that was dark chocolate. Man, we you only like dark chocolate because it's healthy for you. Stop no, pushing it's, it's actually your ideals delicious. on me. I, I, do like, actually I do like dark chocolate. I do but not like dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is fantastic. But Reese's. sometimes. Traditional, nope. 
fucking awesome. Okay, here's my rank. My rank goes Reese's first, followed by Twix, followed by Kit Kats, and then Butterfingers. And that's pretty much it. Because I'm not into sweet things, but those are the things that I'll be like, I consider that. That's acceptable. We're missing missing some, though. I know. I feel like we're missing some key elements. Am I really I mean, obviously, if we're just talking. Snickers. Semi Take 5, Snickers, Reese's, Kit Kats. No, Snickers are like. so weird. Snickers are okay. I can't. I cannot believe you're telling me I'm weird when you're talking about 100 grand bars. Let's pacify the whole thing because I think there's something that we can all agree upon that if we're just talking about candy, clearly the far and away winner, triple S platinum tier is peanut M&M's. That's just that's just a fact. Yeah, of okay on those. I would take I'm a peanut M and M over any other piece of candy. More than a Reese's piece. More than a Reese's. No, no, no but absolutely not more than Reese's pieces. <laughs> Reese's. Pe- I'm talking about Reese's peanut butter cups. Are we allowed? To, uh, no, no. Yeah. That's they're what I'm talking, talking about. They're saying yeah. Reese's. We all said Reese's. You're peanut saying butter cups are a Reese's, 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 Reese's pieces. Those are the M and M Reese's. Better than a peanut M and M. No, no, no. I think we're saying peanut butter M and M. No, no. Peanut like with the with the nut inside. What's a peanut butter M and M? Is that real? Yeah, they're gross. If I if I had to if you. If you gave me a choice of one of either one, I would probably pick the Reese's Pieces. You're you're at CVS, story. and you're walking up to the counter, and you can pick one of any candy. What are you picking? Actually, I do get there. I do get the peanut the five. peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's because there's like uh, different shapes pick, and sizes. I'd pick a Snickers. Yeah, I always you're feel gross. like I'm indulging too much on the peanut. M&Ms do you not like Snickers? Like, they're too big. I don't understand. No, Snickers are like Snickers, Snickers are, are like the. Uh, like I don't know what to fill my Halloween candy bowl S- with. Snickers are like Snickers. the, I've already eaten all the good candy, <laughs> yeah. so I guess I'll have a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. agree with that. What? Over a 100 gram bar? Well, yeah. I also never, I don't think I've eaten, or a Snickers. I, don't I would, think I've ever eaten a 100 gram bar. Like, like, you would have a 100 gram bar and you'd be like, this is, this shit is. Mr. Good Bar. I'm open. I'm open. Yeah. So back to the original topic. Raisin brand. Back to the original topic. If you, if you if you go and buy two Butterfingers, Baby Ruths, or Crunch Bars, and then you snap a picture of the receipt and send it to Square Enix, they will give you a Tifa Lockhart really cool Through looking. the app? Through what app? What am I doing? How am I doing this? It's, it's a website. All right. Can Look you at the website. Let me do it tomorrow. Can you buy the Butterfingers online, or do you have to go get them at a store? You, you have to take a physical picture of a physical receipt that says you bought oh. two of those candy bars. So you got to go. Can you return to, it? On the way to Philly tomorrow. Probably. <laughs> on the way to Philly, we have an hour and a half. Yeah. We're stopping someplace and buying a, a Butterfinger. So here's here's the crazy part. So the two first one, the first one you do, you get the, the Tifa... Uh, dynamic theme, which actually is a really good theme. It plays, uh, oh god, the song of that scene. Yeah, yeah, that song, and it, it's actually the only theme <laughs> I've <it>. ever <laughs> seen with that has uh, parallax uh, stuff. Oh, on really? It. So like Tifa is actually in front of your game things, Whoa. so it, it looks really cool. Uh, but then Impossible. you can do yeah. this. You can do this again. You can buy two more things and take another picture and send it to them up to five times. And every subsequent time, they give you little DLC packs for Final Fantasy VII. Definitely wow. buying five candy bars. That's pretty. Absolutely right. doing that. Impressive, actually. Right. I'm. I'm not going to eat them. But so I if will you do just that. take a picture of buying ten candy bars, do you get them all at once? No. Something about this makes me want to get it less. I don't like this process. Can I can I can I, I like buy the five and then give you the receipt, guys? I, I, and then you guys yeah, just can like, we use those same. Receipts? I believe the DLCs that they give you subsequently are like they'll give you like some uh, edition a, a silver bangle or some shit early. I want that so shit. It's like, I mean, that kind of ruins it for me yeah. though. I mean, so, like a... so that I'm, I was like, I want the theme because the theme you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, want, like I'll go through this one ridiculous. Yeah. Are you gesturing? No, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go through that one ridiculous loop to get a cool theme. 
It feels like a microtransaction yeah. in real life. Well, yeah, but you get a Butterfinger. One hundred percent. You get a Butterfinger out of it. Well, you get two. Or you get a Butterfinger and a Baby Ruth. Or you get a Crunch Bar. I'd probably get a Crunch Bar. You'd have to get two of them. Really? Crunch Bars? There's not if you were them. to pick an S tier, oh, no, yeah. none of those are S tier. But if I had to pick one, Crunch is just very. Uh, it's, it's very neutral. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it's, it's like it's a Crunch fine. Bar. It's like can sure. I tell you a funny it's story? Inoffensive. Inoffensive. Is a good way. So like when you, yeah, tell tell. No, I don't want you to tell first. Just go. Are we? Are we? No, I. All right, let me tell you. Are you going to talk about candy again? Of course. We already learned that all of your opinions about candy couldn't be more wrong. So I think he was a fat reason... kid. He gets it. <laughs> I was a fat kid. I do get it. I was a fat kid too. I think the reason I, I nobody so believes you, Alex. Averse to crunch bars is like, so as a child, like you know, for Easter, each yeah. one of us would get a fancy like chocolate bunny or whatever. Or, sure. Like, my mother would always get us like fancy chocolates, and. She always got my sister, like, you know, the good one with caramel and nuts. She my brother, the one with peanut butter. For me, she always got me, like, the crunch one. I'm like, this one sucks. Mm. All these guys got better candy than me. Well, and I have it. built up this resentment towards crunch you need chocolate the, you need my the whole dark life. Chocolate bunny. The I kind of thought you were going to say Peeps is, is, like, your new your favorite candy. I fucking no, love My dad peeps. actually loves Peeps. I knew it! I You're love Peeps. I, I, can't, I can't justify eating them anymore because, like, they're I know... They're kind of gross. They're, they're absolutely now, gross. Now I look at them, thought they were gross. Now I look at them and I'm like, this is this is vile. It's an absurd... It's just sugar. It's, like, 30 grams of sugar for one of them. I used to eat them by the tray. I would eat, like... I could eat like three trays in one. Well, I want, I want, I want, I want you to I see what you think of this. My dad eats peeps. He likes them stale. Gross. So he leaves them out for like Ew. a day He's, or so he until be they're more like. If you, you don't, like if you don't eat them within three seconds of cracking the plastic, <laughs> they're already disgusting. <laughs> Like it's it's yeah, like Taco Bell. When you, like when if you don't fresh, eat Taco so Bell delicious. immediately after getting it, it's just it gets worse. But the half life on Taco Bell and Peeps is like five seconds. I did not consider. A tray to be. I was about to say. You eat a tray of something. You have eaten. What what else would you call that? That's my mind. Too many. Most people think of peeps as the 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 package of four of the of the things. Yeah, you're right. But the trays are the rabbits. Yeah, like sixteen. Oh, we know. Yeah, I can eat like three of those in one sitting. Oh my god. Three trays of the sixteen. Yeah. Shut the fuck. up. Can we add up how much sugar that is? No, no. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Speaking of marshmallows, really quickly, have you guys ever heard of the Malamars? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I love those if you freeze them. You should definitely okay. try freezing them. Freezing like stuff? The Reese's? Freeze- Snickers freezing, frozen too. Gross. Yeah. Wow. The, re- the Reese's? Cold Reese's are the joint Sorry, though. Uh, we used Reese's to have those. Great. When I worked at Cold Stone, that was, uh, we had those a lot. because I don't like that. I like the Reese's we when had they're soft. Yeah, I, don't yeah, like, I like that. Just a little hard. that shit so I can lick it out of its wrapper. We can all agree that Reese's are excellent, right? Liz, we can all agree that Reese's are excellent? Yes. Okay. This is the most important question. Oh, shit. <laughs> would you go for the regular Reese's, go like the, the Reese's cup, or would you opt for the seasonal egg, tree, Ooh. or pumpkin variety? I thought you were going to ask us about the minis. Yeah, no, I love the cup. Yeah, the cup is great. No, I, would, I like I would the always, egg, tree, or whatever. I, I don't always know, go for the egg, tree. It's a much egg better, like, like, a different about? consistency. Like, My family never had these like, like, there's like the re- Like Reese's for... Easter will make egg-shaped Reese's, and they're like oh, in the eggs, shape. yes. Oh. And the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is significantly it, better. So, you get so a lot like on a regular yeah. Reese's, it's very thick. I wasn't chocolate thinking out that analytically about it. I just like eating no. a, 
a cup. Yeah. And then no, when no, you no. have so, the egg, the egg is much more proportional to like yeah. the, has the right has much more peanut butter going all the way up like, to the edge. It's a little thinner on the edge. Like if we if we would oh, call wow. the cup, <laughs> if we would call really the like cup wow. a one to one peanut butter to chocolate ratio, yeah. the eggs, trees, or pumpkins are like a three to one ratio in peanut butter's favor. There's yeah. a there's so it's a just pumpkin, way like more like a, yeah, legit much is, like a pumpkin. Like there's a look. Solid, we've agreed we found on one common thing. ground. We <laughs> no. can we can live to fight. They're all day. the same shape. No, you're no. wrong. Easter bunny, pumpkin. Okay. <laughs> they're all the same. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just put them in a new bag. They're not the same. No. They're not the same. But they're not the same as the egg. What I, I would... do like about the regular cups is that it is different consistency, like around the edge, and then you get to the soft oh. side. Have you ever, have you ever oh, those so are good. Good. Yeah. Ones? Yeah, have you had the new like... thin ones? The thin ones are nice. Get the if you get, like, no, I don't, if you I get the you egg, it's that soft center, but the whole way around. It's just all the good part. No, I like I like both. Wrong. I want it all. You can Wrong. like both. I'm just saying that the eggs are better. Yeah. Uh, like, weird weird side tangent. Just throwing this out there, right? But when I was a kid uh, and M&M's had the crispy rice M&M's, I used to think I uh, would like them more because I am because Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and so wow. I would eat them all the time. Uh, they were the worst, though. I they like, were not, they were not so good. They're, they're like almost <laughs> as bad as the pretzel ones. I mm. won. Those pretzel ones are terrible. I don't like those There's at all. There's a pretzel M&M? Yeah. Not as gross. bad as the Hershey Minis or whatever that was supposed to replace the... Have you not seen these? That was supposed no. to replace the M&M. It's like a tiny little mini-sized, like this big Hershey Kiss with like a hard candy coating on terrible. it. Terrible. Do you not I never really no, liked Hershey Kisses terrible. either, I'm going to be honest. What? Hershey Kisses are good. Like, they're the dark chocolate ones. It was ones. literally like it's their straight up chocolate. version of yeah, I didn't M&M's. like them that much. What they, are our feelings? But they have the hard special. candy outside like M&M's do, but they're gross. This is, there's going to be some serious judgment that follows this question. What are our feelings on white chocolate? Great. Definitely don't Love like it. that. Never that's going for the white. That's gonna chocolate. be too sweet for you. Yeah, I like, yeah never you like. like yeah, no. no, but you I, like white chocolate. I love white chocolate. I like white chocolate. Yeah. Oh, we you don't are, like it. We are back on opposite. It is like a like a like a white chocolate macadamia a nut cookie. Crime. My favorite. It is a crime that they made white chocolate. It is not even chocolate. It is wax. It is so disgusting like and so not, like ill tasting. Yeah, my it's disdain so is that I hate I hate white chocolate. And then you can feed it to with a burning rage. I hate white chocolate so wow. much if somebody gave me white chocolate i would take it as like a threat against my family i fucking oh my God. hate white chocolate whenever so we used much. to make chocolate cookies visceral. growing up we'd make regular chocolate cookies and then we'd make white chocolate cookies oh you're gross because me and my brother I, white i chocolate. think i do like i never want to see one of those cookies in my life they're I so do good like, they're like macadamia like, cookies they're so i good. like milk chocolate and dark chocolate better than white chocolate but i do like all three i would Never. Yeah, I mean, I'd prefer milk chocolate. For I would sure, never but... opt for white chocolate. Definitely, he's, if Scribble's I like covering uh, his, he's like he's like shrinking into his he's shirt like right now. Like a turtle. I take, I take, I, and it's green too. If I like it, if I'm feeling like something real, real sweet, mm, can't for like those it. um those lint chocolates. I like the white chocolate ones. <sighs> so weird. And so ends our E3 podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're basically there. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, Justin, we didn't ask what you were playing, or me. What are you playing, guys? Can I tell you about this app game? Called. Shut up! You shut up! <laughs> Don't even say it. Although I have been playing that game a lot, Shadow Fight Three. Uh, Damn it! But I will say um, that the most recent game that I jumped into uh, has been uh, Breath of the Wild. Turn off his mic. Let's pull his mic out. That's terrible. Uh, what, what, what's your the current challenge that you've imparted on you yourself? You can't die. This if you run. die, you start the game over. I've died a few times, but I got off the plateau now, and I have not died yet, and the the game is to stay alive. You are just trying to stay alive and beat the game as fast as possible. And you can only eat apples? No, you can only drink <laughs> potions in combat and break combat in order to heal yourself. Mm. I but, saw a guy that he just beat the game, but he was he did not allow himself 
to walk or run. Yeah, I saw that. At all. What? You have so to like it's, hop. You, it's like you, you jump glide, jump glide, jump glide. The whole time. Yeah. See, that would not be fun for me. Yeah. I want to yeah. watch a good game. You know, I'm not trying to break that. True. Um, yeah, that and also Apex. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm playing a lot of Apex. I'm also I got hurriedly really Apex recently. I'm hurriedly getting through Final Fantasy VIII, dude. Mm. Like those, I always see you quality... playing it. It says V I I, and now I know why you thought he was playing the seven demo. Yeah, yeah. That, yep. The quality yep, of yep, life yep. additions to that, like the times three speed and the the always make good. it way more palatable. Oh my god, palpable. dude! Like, I, like I've played through that game so many times that it, like I hate, I hate parts of that game, but like it's so much more palatable now. And I know the last time we were arguing about the. Uh, card battle system oh yeah i realized what the the i've gotten extremely good at the card game and i realized what it is like the first time you engage with the card battle system you have to grind for cards one time and after you beat somebody one time it's like a waterfall effect. Yeah, like yeah. you just constantly keep beating people and And making your deck better yeah you only get better it's it's insane and there's also one of the things that's kind of tripping me up, I'm actually following a, a walkthrough for this whole game. Every step of the way, I'm following a walkthrough because there's very, there's a I'm lot. Not done of... that in a long time. Yeah, What's that? It's a very Final Fantasy thing to do. Yeah. So I I didn't originally want to do it, but I I want the platinum in it, and there's like a few things that you have to do before certain yeah. events happen in the game. Very JRPG. But I also realized <laughs> that one of the things is you have to you essentially have to win a uh, a card battling like circuit. At some point, which is uh, apparently cool. not extremely hard, but it's like something that you need to like have Work good on. cards for. Yeah, and in or- and there are certain junctures of the game where you can get like the definitive best cards. Like there are the best cards in the game. There's the like, okay. good cards, but then there's like the best ones, and the best ones are the character cards. So you get one, you get like the cipher card and the squall card and the 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 Quistus card and you know all of the characters, right? uh angelo like the dog and rhino and all this stuff and those cards you can only get from certain npcs at certain points of the story mm-hmm. so like if you don't know to challenge this person at this time uh, yeah. Yeah. to the game then you lose the opportunity to get that card permanently huh. so it's like so that's why i'm sort of like following along with that now. where'd you get the uh the strategy guide is it a prima strategy guide no it's a, like ign actually has a really, yeah, really great walkthrough yeah. section like they're like you didn't I buy used... it from sam goodyear no no <laughs> i used to hate uh finding strategy guides and like some of them like i i was a game facts kid back in the day so oh, i would too. like wow. i would read, yes. was. I would read through those yes. and like once you found somebody who wrote a good strategy yeah. guide, which is not an easy thing to do no like it was like great like you would find this perfect flow with it but the IGN ones are like phenomenally organized like they're yeah. so easy they're really to good. go through and what's great is like you know the way that they structure theirs is like when you enter a new section of the game when it's like okay you just finished this action now you're at this part of the game and it says like for the next like hour of gameplay there's like you have the opportunity to get all of these items so i read through i'm like is there a card there okay there's a card there and then i'll like like look through the whole guide and be like okay that's where the card is so then i'll be like okay i can just play through the game normally up until i reach this conversation and then when that happens i can get this card wow you know so it's it's really making it i remember the only experience experience. that i have of something like that was with final fantasy tactics when i wanted to get all like the secret (laughs) characters and the special items and stuff yeah yeah Yeah. yeah my first playthrough of final fantasy 7 I played most of it by myself, but there were times where it was like, okay, oh, yeah. how do I get the golden chocobo? Yeah. And holy, or likes of the round? Yeah. yeah. What a process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a process. It is, and what's funny is like, probably when you were doing that, it was like around when the game came out, yeah. right? And the, the guides at that time were like 
horrendously under underdeveloped. Like now, getting a gold chocobo is remarkably easy. There was a lot of guesswork with breeding. There was a lot of just like now it's like they're like, and it's weird because like there's a way to like manipulate how. Like, like you're saying, guessing with breeding and stuff, you can manipulate how the game breeds based on where you save the game and how how often you how visit the in place. The was, goddamn dude, world have right? these goddamn nerds figured that yeah. shit out? It's like it is crazy when they break down the formulas to a certain attacks and like how much damage something will output. How who did? How dude, did they? You know, they. Well, I, uh, have, I have they, no idea. They looked in that code. Yeah. It could yeah. have been, it could have been, or it could have been, like, back in the day, because they had that for Final Fantasy Tactics, straight up just trial and error for hours. That's true, too. Yeah. It, it's crazy, because, like, I mean, like, the the guide for that, I can't remember specifically what it is, but it's, like, you have to stand outside of the the farm thing, the Chocobo farm, and then, like, you step inside, and within, like, three seconds of you stepping inside, you have to get to the, the stable. And if yeah. you spend any more time in the area without immediately going to the stable, then it completely fucks, like, the RNG. That's so, so it's crazy. Like, it's like, how how would you know to run, like, to that the amount of time that you're spending in a certain area changes the frequency at which this is almost at a level where I feel like the developers didn't even know that would be happening. Yeah. It's, uh... Right, it's like, there's just a num- fuck with you. Like, the, yeah, random, right. the random thing is just, like, a number that's going yeah, up. Yeah, it's just and... like, we'll just attach this random generator to this event. Just so that it's random for the person to experience, right? And yeah. then when somebody's like, okay, so you want to make sure that the number is like this at this time when you're talking to this guy. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, Final Fantasy VIII, is, it's moving along briskly, and I'm, I'm happy about that because yeah. I just want to fucking beat that game. So, all in all, so in my far, life, literally. Are you enjoying it, though? Yeah. I mean, like, if I was being honest, I have not really, like, engaged in any sort of resistance because like because I'm just using all of the, the yeah, quality right. of life things. So but I mean, and like story wise, playing the game, like it doesn't feel like a chore to all load it up. Now that I basically don't have to worry about combat, battling, or random battles like at all, it's I've been able to appreciate the story a lot more. Yeah. So I can actually like see what the writing is and stuff. But what's funny is like you know in Final Fantasy VII when you can use like the always have your limit breaks. And right, shit? right. Like it's pretty broken. But in Final Fantasy VIII, it's like it's actually way more broken. And I did I I forgot. <laughs> I I, was, no, it's like so I forgot how it actually functions in that game. But when you have your limit break in Final Fantasy VIII, nobody else goes until you go. So when you perpetually have your limit break. Like, you enter a battle, and the, the guy on the other side never attacks. Like, you just keep attacking. Okay, so I have a question for the room, right? If you beat a game with cheats, do you think that you can say that you beat that game? Does it feel like you beat that game? Well, I I would no. Yeah, I would also say no, probably. And honestly, it's like either of those ways, the Final Fantasy VII way or the Final Fantasy VIII way, they're like equally bad to me. There's like yeah, I asterisks mean, now, right? How to, much to me, it's cheating? Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, so that's where I stand. I'm yeah. like, well, I, I mean, I, I beat this. I beat this game before Christmas last year, and I was like, but I used the cheats a couple times. But I mean, I basically beat the game. Like, I feel like that's not quite the same. What's but the time also, you used cheats in a game? Literally, it was just that time with Final Fantasy VII when yeah. I had a feeling of cheating. Oh, again. Well, you, well, all right, but you yeah. already beat that. But game. Right. but here's, here's I don't even know how to cheat in any of the games now. You know, here's cheatplanet.com. It's great. Here's a position that Wait, I'll, really? I'll impart on this. No. Because I've got a weird stipulation. So with Final Fantasy VIII, I have played through that game myself from beginning to, like, almost the end of the game. Like, I know I was at the end of the game. 
on the original PlayStation 1, and then my save got corrupted. Right. Then I played it again on my Vita, and I got all the way up to, like, the beginning of Disc 3, which is also fairly close to the end of the game. And now I'm replaying it from the beginning on PS4. Do you think the cheating thing still matters if I'm just accelerating the progress of the game up to where I played last, and then I shut all the cheats off? It, uh, to me, it's still, like... You have way more equipment and abilities and everything that you would have had before. I mean, I would st- in your shoes, I would still say I beat the game. Like I played enough without yeah. chance that it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, like in general, if I but if deep it was down, my first time when you close your eyes at night, you know <laughs> you've never you actually know, yeah. beaten that game. It, it really does like make it yeah. so much more powerful. <laughs> because I'll tell you, in real life, like, I tell everybody that I'm a celebrity, but I know deep down I'm not. I'm well, here's the thing: like, there's there's no way throne of lies at this stage in my life that I would have enough patience to play through Final Fantasy VIII. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it has not aged super well. It's not necessarily fun to experience a lot of random battles. No, and this is an and old like, game, so it's like, rules are a little different. Like, yeah. The only me. reason why Final Fantasy VII will pull me all the way through would 100% be nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. It's all that would be. Right. Yeah. And Final Fantasy VIII for me is just like, this is kind of like, I just want to, I just want to digest that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've done it. I've gotten so far in it so many times that it's like it's frustrating to me that it's like I I can't stomach the thought of playing that game from the very beginning it, with its slow ass bullshit combat, drawing magic and all this garbage again, yeah. you know, just to say that I'm I I did it, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, this yeah, this, this new way I'm like I, I totally would fine Yeah. I would not yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You're just El- eloquently put. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're we're super over now, but I think it's a good time to jump off. So, but later tonight, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go to sleep. I'll go to sleep scared. All right. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And, enjoy uh, your games. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. your games. Don't stay uh, inside. Don't touch your face. Don't touch <laughs> your face. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.